You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. Let's start with the Chicago Bears. Because according to ESPN's Adam Schefter, the Bears have heard from multiple teams and they are, quote, leaning toward trading the number one overall pick rather than using it for themselves. Chelsea, do you like this move? And does this mean they're going to keep Justin Fields? One would think, right? Doesn't that feel like what this is implying is that Justin Fields is their franchise quarterback moving forward? And if that is the case, then I agree. Because I do think Justin Fields is the face of the franchise moving forward. Maybe he has some ways to still develop as a passer, but you can't discredit him for what he has done, even behind a bad offensive line and a team that really hasn't had much to root for. So I like Justin Fields, and especially when the market for quarterbacks is so tough. Like, you are not guaranteed that you'll get somebody even remotely close to Justin Fields' level in the draft. And also, we see these reclamation projects uh, with older quarterbacks that have not gone so well. So, I do like this for the Bears. Why not get as much as you possibly can for this draft pick? Because there are people willing to overspend when it comes to the number one overall pick. Yeah, I agree. And I know that there's been some sort of speculation. All right, the Bears need to get a different quarterback. Justin Fields is not the answer. And I just I just don't think we've given him enough time because that Bears offensive line is so bad. And Justin Fields, look, the guy can run. He was setting all sorts of records last year running the football, but he was running for his life most of the time. And he's certainly not the most polished passer. But I also think if you look at the the Bears receivers, it's not like they have a lot of talent there. That line is that line is good at, at running the football, actually pretty good at getting some push and allowing their backs to do their thing. But as far as pass protection, they leave a lot to be desired. So I feel like if you're the Bears, you roll with Justin Fields here and you get as much as you can for that number one overall pick and try and build a better team as opposed to saying, all right, let's just go with a new quarterback which I I sort of feel like is too much of a simple fix here. They've got too many holes. That's what I'm saying. I think it's better to get as many first-round picks as you can or however many picks for the first overall pick so you have more chances to fill some of these holes with quality players as opposed to, you know, spending all your money on or your draft capital on just one players like the bears have too many problems mm-hmm. they need to spread this around evenly so i do think it's a good move if they do it because they haven't actually done it yet right no not yet but i think it's really smart and you know certainly it's rare in the national football league when you get the number one overall pick because as we've seen you can have a really putrid football team and still not end up with that pick so yeah you're sort of in that golden position right you can use it if you need it but if not 
You can use it to bring in different draft picks, different players. And if I'm Chicago, I would absolutely listen to these offers. And if they get the right one, pull the trigger and make that team better. Let's move on to Kansas City. Speaking of the Bears, former Bears head coach Matt Nagy has been elevated to offensive coordinator for the Kansas City Chiefs, taking the place of Eric Bieniemy, who took over that same position for the Washington Commanders. Last year, Nagy was the quarterback's coach for the Chiefs. Now, this is the same job he held before he went to the Bears, went back to Kansas City, and now he's right back where he is again. Do you like this move? Does it move the needle for you, or do you think, look, it doesn't matter because Andy Reid is still running the show? Right. Does this matter? Because Andy Reid still calls the plays, does he not? Isn't this the reason yeah. that uh, Biennemi left? Because he actually wanted to run his own offense? So, yes, it is a change in title, but – I don't think it really does anything for me, especially when your quarterback is Patrick Mahomes. Like he is going to make your job so much easier just because he is the best quarterback in the league. So no, this does nothing for me. It doesn't for me either. And I was thinking about this yesterday when I was preparing for the show, but I find it so interesting how the Peter principle is so prevalent in all of sports, especially in football. Do you know what I'm talking about? And it's the idea that, when you have a certain hierarchy, and there's definitely a hierarchy in the NFL where eventually in that hierarchy, the way it works, someone will eventually be promoted to a position that they're not qualified for. And what I mean by that is there are some coordinators, some coaches in the NFL, we see in college football as well, and they're just best as a coordinator, but they keep getting shots because what happens when you need to elevate someone to be your head coach. You look at the offensive coordinator. You look at the defensive coordinator. Maybe you bring in a different guy, but you elevate guys. And some of these guys are at their best where they are, hitting the ceiling and just being a coordinator. Like Bill O'Brien is a perfect example, right? As a head coach, an abject disaster. But what happens? He goes to Alabama. Now I believe it's what the Patriots doing offensive coordinator things under Bill Belichick. And that's where he needs to, he doesn't need to be a head coach. And I feel like Matt Nagy is sort of the same thing, right? Where he's had success before. We look at the most high profile job that he had. We said, oh my God, he wasn't ready for that. Maybe he's just not meant to be a head coach and he can be fine as a coordinator. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot... Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Yeah, but that doesn't mean he's not going to get other head coaching jobs because we see it all the oh, time. Oh, it doesn't. Look at uh, the head coach of the Raiders, Josh McDaniels. Like, he doesn't need to have another head coaching job. We've seen him fail before. But for some reason or another, it is 
just musical chairs for these head coaches. Mm -hmm. It's the same guys getting the same jobs year in and year out. So like, I don't have any say in who, you know, is hired for these teams, but like in the short term, like this doesn't do anything for me just because it's Andy Reid. He's one of the best offensive minds in all of the NFL. And when it comes down to it, like he's going to have the final say on the offense and you know, I'm sure there is some impact that maybe I'm not thinking about, but like as a better, it does nothing for me. No, I'm the same way. At the end of the day, you have Andy Reid calling the plays, Andy Reid's offense, and Patrick Mahomes, a quarterback. It doesn't matter who the offensive coordinator is. The only thing that matters is that if that coordinator is someone that Andy Reid feels comfortable with. And if he does, he certainly feels comfortable with Matt Nagy. They've been in this position before. Then you have that cohesiveness on that side of the football that you want. So I'm like you. Chiefs are 5-1 to one to win the Super Bowl, 3-1 to one to win the AFC. And not surprisingly, Patrick Mahomes right up near the top to win NFL MVP again at plus 650. What's going on with the Rams, Chelsea? Because it looks like now this is a team that it, it's hard to believe. It feels like they won the Super Bowl 10 years ago, and it was only two years ago. And here they are starting to dismantle their defense, at least with some really big-name, talented guys. First of all, it looks like Jalen Ramsey, their star cornerback, is on the trading block, just 29 years old, but he's due $17 million this year. Made the Pro Bowl for the sixth consecutive season. He's a three-time All-Pro. Now, for him, he had a bit of a letdown this season. Still a pro bowler, but allowed seven touchdowns last year. That's double that he has allowed in the previous two seasons combined. So what is going on with the Rams? It also looks like, well, they have. They parted ways with linebacker Bobby Wagner. He's only 32. He was named a second-team All-Pro last season. So you've got two huge pieces of that defense, two great players. One is already gone. Another one could be on the way out of L.A. I'm trying to figure out, what is happening with the Rams here? Well, I think they're just old and they're losing some of their best pieces of the team that won the Super Bowl. Because remember, they had already lost Von Miller before this year uh, to the Buffalo yeah. Bills. And Aaron Donald, we can't seem to figure out if he's going to play, even though I think he said that he is not going to retire. But that's been the rumor floating around that he's going to retire sooner rather than later. So it just seems like it was a Rams team that was constructed to win in a certain window of time. And that window closed very quickly because not only did they mm -hmm. not win the Super Bowl this year again, uh, they weren't even good. They were flat mm -hmm. out terrible. And some of that was because Matt Stafford was hurt for a large chunk of the season. Cooper Cup didn't play in games. So I don't know what to expect from the Rams. Honestly, I am a little gun shy to say anything nice about the Rams because it's a team that I picked to actually be one of the best teams in the NFC last year. And boy, was I wrong. So maybe I should not have a say when it comes to the LA Rams. Well, when you look at Jalen Ramsey, certainly Bobby Wagner, I don't know where he's going to end up. But even last year, Pro Football Focus had him rated as the number one linebacker in the NFL. So whatever they're doing, if they want to get younger, they want to save some money, that's fine. But this is a guy that's still absolutely getting it done. Ramsey, I think, is more interesting because he's younger and because the shelf life of a cornerback in the NFL tends to be longer. But if you look at the teams that are interested in him, you got the Lions, the Bengals, and the Raiders are said to be front runners. Man, if the Bengals could pull this off to get Jalen Ramsey in, 
I think that would absolutely be huge for them because that's one of the areas in which the Bengals need some secondary help. They spent a lot of time building their offense around Joe Burrow and trying to address that offensive line, but they do need help at cornerback. And you listen to Jamar Chase, one of the best in the game, and he will tell you how good Jalen Ramsey is. If I'm the Bengals, I find a way to make this happen because they're so close and in an AFC that is so hyper-competitive, maybe this gives them a bit of an edge, particularly when you're talking about going up against Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes. I think it depends on the price and how much he is going to cost you. Because for me, I know pro football focus is high on Jalen Ramsey, but just simply mm-hmm. watching some of these games and seeing some of these number one receivers not seeming to be impacted at all by Jalen Ramsey. So I'm wondering if he is just a big name in principle only and not as good as like his reputation has been over the past few seasons. Maybe I'm completely off base here, but I think it all Mm -hmm. boils down to like, what's the price for him? Because in the end, you just don't want to overpay for somebody who is simply a big name and, you know, not living up to his potential because somebody who played the props market and some of these number one receivers, they were hitting their props. They were having big games against Jalen Ramsey. I don't know what the disconnect is. I think that certainly now this is a guy who's in the top tier cornerbacks, but yeah, for him, bit of a letdown or a letdown this past season. I think what you do is he's due 17 million this next season. Then he's a free agent. So maybe you bring him in as a one-year rental, see how he's performed, see how he performs. Then you make a decision on whether or not you want to sign him long-term or not. For more, listen to the daily tip presented by BetMGM weekday mornings from six to nine Eastern on the BetQL network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.